킹카 앤 퀸카 여러분 안녕하세요 This is Rom or Handujun Your 킹카 친구, 킹카 클라스메이트 and the host of 킹카 podcast Where every time we have a new episode We celebrate the marriage of K-drama, Korean culture and language learning 네 여러분 요즘에 잘 지내고 계세요? 네 저도요 And yes I think it's been uh, two weeks since the last episode and actually today is the 20th of November yeah it's night time and I'm recording in my bed not in front of my computer I'm just facing the the space of my room and yes this episode is actually the anniversary episode so instead of uploading it tomorrow which is a Monday I'm going to upload this episode on Tuesday so it's on the 22nd of November and yes it's the second year anniversary of the podcast wow it's been two years I am happy and at the same time uh, I don't know I have mixed feelings about this podcast turning to yeah turning two years now um i feel like the first year was a whole lot more busier and there were a lot of content that i've been putting out um yeah because in the first year i was putting out episodes once a week and i I really watched a lot of k-dramas during the first year um but it's not the same for the second year because yeah i started studying masters and so I, i couldn't really watch k a lot of k dramas or do episodes weekly but i told you that already this episode is unstructured so i'm i'm just gonna say things and maybe tell you about the k drama that i'm currently watching which i will review and post an up and, and publish an episode uh probably uh on the first or second week of december but before that i, I think i should upload another episode before that but yeah so this is an unstructured episode so if you're here and if you're listening i hope that you're just here to hear me um ram rumble or yeah hear me say things um yeah it's a stream of thought episode once again and yeah (laughs) so in this year i think i was only able to upload one episode a month right or Maybe if I was lucky, I, I was able to upload two episodes in one month. And I've I've seen not a lot of K-dramas this year, but among the things that I remember the most, of course, include Dear My Friends, or was that from last year? Uh, what else? Um, of course, Our Blues, that was the K-drama that I watched and finished uh, when I moved into the room that I'm using right now. Um, that was really special as well. Uh, wait, l- let me check my Spotify so I could tell you what K-dramas I have um, reviewed this year. So yeah, I-, I started this year by talking about the K-drama My Mister. Oh, yeah, we had IU in that. I mean, I didn't have IU on the episode, but... <laughs> Yeah, the K-drama was a K-drama wherein IU uh, was in. And of course, um, how can I forget? I I did Dream High 1 and Dream High 2. 
that was awesome uh, you are my spring our beloved summer and i even have a script book for my beloved summer unfortunately uh, our beloved summer unfortunately i still haven't gotten the time to actually read it but i'm thinking that maybe i can use the book um for something i, I don't know i don't know yet but yeah maybe i can make con content out of that uh, i'm just not sure yet and then the movie love and leashes wow that's a steamy movie <laughs> um and then 25 21 yeah a really good k-drama my liberation notes 39 ghost doctor our blues and then the latest which i reviewed last month oh that was october 18 so yeah it's been a month not two weeks <laughs> who am i kidding so yeah i, I talked about decision to leave last month um yeah not a lot of k-dramas and korean movies that i've watched and reviewed in this podcast this year as compared to last year but um i i think um but by doing this for two years now i have um i, I wouldn't say i'm an expert now because i'm still not but i think right now when i watch k-dramas i look for particular things and um expect stuff and also i think my lens for viewing k-dramas and korean movies has improved a lot um what i mean is i'm now able to uh dissect more stuff maybe culturally and at the same time uh uh creatively uh what am i trying to say um okay so I i'll tell you what k-drama i'm watching right now so since a week ago or yeah probably a week ago or two weeks ago i started watching the k-drama under the queen's umbrella and the reason i'm watching it is because i saw kim hesu in it and if you don't know um last year i actually featured for a month or two only k-dramas and k-movies that featured kim hesu because i really like her and so when i saw this on netflix when i saw her face and she was wearing a, a hanbok or um not really just a regular hanbok but the robe of a royal or a majesty so when i saw that oh i immediately added it onto my list and i checked the synopsis of the k-drama and i thought oh this seems interesting and to be honest, when I first saw it, I, I thought it was gonna be something like Mr. Queen because um, as much as I know, Kim Hesu usually does a lot of roles that are uh, strong women and the likes. And although most of her dramas and movies that I've seen in the past, she was playing serious roles. But I, I was thinking maybe she wouldn't be too serious in this one and maybe the the feels of the k-drama would be more like mr queen well because mr queen is really funny right although there was seriousness in the themes and the topics that were presented in mr queen it was generally a uh, comedy so that was what i thought for under the queen's umbrella but when i started watching it um although there were still those funny bits uh it turned out that it wasn't really a comedy but yeah um you know in general it's a saga it's a historical fictional drama 
Um, so that's actually the genre. It's a uh, for yeah for Korean drama for Korean movies. That is a very popular genre, a historical fictional drama or saguk. Uh, we we don't really have those kinds of genre in other cultures, I think, or maybe maybe I'm wrong, but yeah, in the Philippines we are now starting to have those kinds of. Um, TV shows, but in the past, maybe we had bits of history, but those were purely either historical, really historical drama. Like it's a depiction of what were in the books. It's not fictional, but yeah, uh, I think until now we don't really do fictional historical dramas here in the Philippines, and I- I'm guessing it's the same for other cultures. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but yeah. Anyway, so yeah, saguk saguk is the genre of Under the Queen's Umbrella. It's not a comedy, but yeah. Um, actually, before recording this, I have just watched the eleventh episode, and that is the last episode that's available on Netflix as of this exact moment. Uh, and so. It has. It's supposed to have sixteen episodes, so there are still five episodes left, and I think they're releasing two episodes a week. So that means we still have three weeks before the airing of the final episode, and that means I cannot do a full review of that K drama until three weeks after. So, huh? That's a bit. That's quite a long time. I, I have to. Review something before then, but yeah. So, uh, going back to where I was about to tell you, like my lens for viewing K dramas is that yeah, now I'm able to see the n- little details that maybe most viewers are not able to follow or not able to get, aside from the language, because yeah, l- language is one thing, and of course. Most viewers will be limited by the subtitles if they don't know Korean. But actually, even if you know Korean, but if if you're not like native native Korean, and if you are not a very, um, what's the call this? If if your Korean is not scholarly, then chances are you would still need a whole lot more to fully understand. Um, K dramas like this, because this is saga, historical fictional K drama, and that means they are using a lot of words that are not commonly used even right now. And actually, I have listed a number of words on my phone, but I I don't have my well, I have my phone right now, but I don't want to check the note taking app for that, because yeah, I have to go through some other stuff to find it. Um, but and I, I don't have the definition for those words. But yeah, so, uh, yeah, for historical K dramas like this, when they have those words, so they usually put in footnotes, and so there's the word or the phrase or sometimes the saja songo. I'm not sure if you remember what saja songo is, but yeah, I talked about that in an episode in the past. But saja songo, in short, are just. Four syllable proverbs, so, so they have that word expression or sometimes saja songo or an, yeah, yeah, not 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 sentence, just 
word or phrase or sajosango and then the definition. But when they do that, I mean, when they make that available on the video as of some kind of a footnote, they actually don't make it available in English. So most people would be watching these K-dramas who that has those kinds of footnotes still wouldn't be able to get what those are. So um, I'm not sure how they're viewing it. Maybe they'll list it down and maybe search it later. But yeah, so for example, there's the word... Okay, so anyway, let me open my phone. It's not gonna be take so much time um here so for example the word uh g um uh, maybe some people know what this means but i i don't know i didn't know this word until i watched this k-drama and then until it appeared in the footnote in korean so gm and then it had its meaning under but it was also written in korean so if you don't know Korean, you wouldn't have gotten it, I think. Or maybe it was somehow translated in the English subtitle. I'm not sure because when these kinds of things appear on screen, I look at these Korean words and the Korean definitions instead of the subtitle. So I'm not sure if it was quite explained in the subtitle i mean they don't really explain but maybe it was already translated into the context of the statement maybe maybe not i'm not sure <laughs> i should have looked at the subtitle but yeah in general what i'm saying is yeah i'm able to pick on those things and i'm able to understand things better and yeah the cultural stuff yeah there's um <laughs> I'm saying a lot of ums and yas and so's as usual. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the for the cultural stuff, I think the saga has a lot to offer to the audience with regards to uh, teaching us about uh, the philosophies that they had back then. So that's one thing. And also... Because this is, um, there is a like a royal education stuff, so a lot of um, Confucian things are being presented in the K drama, and I'm sure it's not unique to under the Queen's umbrella, but it probably has appeared in a lot of sagas in the past. So if you've seen uh, Tejanggum or Jewel in the Palace in the Philippines, but the literal translation of the title is The Great uh, Janggum. But um, yeah, so probably those K-dramas had a lot of Confucian things and also a lot of uh, cultural stuff that we can learn that we won't actually learn if we just watch the very contemporary k-dramas of today so yeah um i'm just saying that those things are fun to watch and yeah since i've been watching k-dramas for two years now i can say that i have gained um a certain level of expertise in <laughs> in dissecting uh 
what am I dissecting? In dissecting uh, different aspects of these uh, K-dramas. So for me, they are no longer just for entertainment, but for me, they are materials that I use uh, to learn about uh, the Korean language, the Korean culture, but also to learn about life in general, because why not? <laughs> I mean, we can learn about life through these um, dramas, because dramas and theater and all sorts of art are supposed to somehow be imitations of reality, imitations of life. So yeah, um, I'm learning a lot from these things, I do believe. And... 여러분, you've been with me for two years now. I mean, you've been listening until now, right? Uh, actually, I- I'm not sure why, but I think... Um, yeah, even when I was only uploading one episode a month, I, I think my listens are uh, somehow still the same as compared to when I was uploading once a week. So that means maybe in the past, not a lot of people were listening because anyway, I'm uploading a lot of stuff. But nowadays, since it's only once a month, then I think people think, oh, they can put it. I mean, they can put that time to listen to an episode or something. Um, if you're a friend of mine and if you're here in the Philippines and you're listening to this episode right now, I actually have some tote bags that has uh the kinka a uh, logo and also the biolchari my korean asmr podcast um not exactly the logo but it's like a merchandise that we had made for an event in uh in may this year i think um and i still have these tote bags but and so what i'm saying is if you're a friend of mine you're listening to this episode at this moment of course you wouldn't know about it if you're not listening to this um kindly send me a message on instagram or twitter and yeah if you're not that far i I can give you a tote bag for free so as a gift for you listening to this anniversary episode um yeah and of course share it to your friends as well i mean uh share this episode or share the podcast to your friends I i would really appreciate that um, I already lost count. Uh, I haven't checked my stats um, in for quite a while now. So I'm not sure how many subscribers this podcast has until now. I think last time I checked it was 600 something on Spotify. But yeah, uh, I, I think I'm g- getting around a thousand views or uh, views, not views, listens or downloads a month. So yeah, I guess there's a whole lot of new listeners out there and I really appreciate it. And of course, uh, yeah, uh, just this week, I-, I was surprised that I received a donation via gank or gank now um for for not specifically for this podcast but for the for my content creation because if you check out uh the if you check out the 
what they call this, the show notes of each of each episode. So there is um, a part there where I say support this podcast through Rome Juanatis Gank. And so there's a link there. Uh, if you get on the link there, it would uh, bring you to a, a donation page. And uh, yeah, uh, I was surprised that this week, um, actually not this week, just yesterday, that somebody made a donation, and I really appreciate that. So, um, but this person didn't uh indicate who he or she is. But uh, yeah, it it only says a uh, secret supporter. So to the secret supporter, if you're listening to this episode. Thank you very much. And um, uh, that means a lot to me. That means, um, yeah, I wouldn't have to pay the, what's this, <laughs> the, the annual hosting platform fees in whole. Because, yeah, um, it costs quite a lot. I'm paying $190 a year for the podcasting platform host because I'm using Transistor.fm and compared to, you know, other... Because uh, there are free podcasting platforms. I mean, podcast hosting platforms. But um, I prefer to use this one because I have two podcasts and actually I'm thinking of creating another one. But that's still a secret. And <laughs> yeah. So this episode is really just me about... Uh, just me rambling about life, about podcasting and stuff. But yeah, two years. Can you believe it? I started this podcast two years ago and I'm still doing it now. And while well, a whole lot of things has changed for me, I think my love for watching K-drama is still the same. It's just that I, I, I don't have as much time as before. But yeah, my love is still the same. Ni sarangan acikto. Um, what? Do I, how, how do I say? It's still the same. Um. Uh, I I can just say piano piano style. It didn't change. Yeah. Um. What what else do I say? I think that's just it. Twenty two minutes now. Um. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I guess I'll see you or you'll hear from me again in a week or two so uh, there's this movie that i'm watching right now uh i still haven't finished it but i'm gonna finish it and maybe do a review of that and make that the next episode because i still won't be able to talk about under the queen's umbrella until it's finished but i actually talked about it already today but it's still not the full review and when i say full review for under the queen's umbrella i'm gonna make it hardcore um i mean I'm, i'm gonna write stuff so that it's more educational rather than just a stream of thought thing when i publish the episode okay 네 오늘은 여기까지 들어주셔서 정말 감사하고요 네 여러분 you've been with me for two years 정말 감사하고 사랑합니다 네 안녕히 계세요 바이바이 bye. 다음에 다음에 나 다음 주 다음에 봐요 안녕히 계세요 사랑해요.